Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. The cornetto's tone quality was often described as being close to the human voice, especially that of the prized boy soprano. French polymath Marin Mersenne wrote that the cornetto was, quote, like a ray of sunshine piercing the shadows when heard with the choir voices in the cathedrals or chapels. This hour, we'll explore the magical sound of the cornetto, both with a choir of voices and as a virtuoso instrument. Plus, our featured recording is A Delicate Fire, music of Barbara Strutzi.
Scatter Flowers, Scatter Lilies. We heard the song Spargite Flores by Niccolo Corradini, written in 1624. Soprano Hanna Blazikova and Bruce Dickey Cornetto were featured in their 2016 Pasakai release, Breathtaking. As an instrument, the cornetto inhabits a space between woodwind and brass, and with a magically vocal quality, too. The slim, typically curved wooden body covered in leather has six finger holes and a thumb hole near the top. A cupped mouthpiece made of ivory, ebony, or horn is placed in the top where the player buzzes, much like a trumpet or horn. Let's hear a mid-17th century piece that features this instrument, along with soprano, violin, and basso continuo. Here is Labra Gradite by Italian Baroque composer Alessandro Scarlatti. Alessandro Scarlatti's Labra Gradite was performed by Hanna Blazikova, soprano, and Bruce Dickey, accompanied by strings and continuo on our featured instrument, the cornetto. The cornetto was in peak use during the 16th and 17th centuries, especially in cathedrals where it was prized for its ability to mimic the sound of the human voice. Cornetto players were known for their masterful ability in a type of ornamentation called diminution, In this practice, the performer breaks up a simple melodic line into more florid figures. It's the musical equivalent of starting with a round circle and folding and cutting it so you end up with a wonderfully complex snowflake. Modern cornetto master Bruce Dickey works his diminutions into the motet Delectus Meus Mihi by Giovanni Pierluigi da Palestrina.
Delectus Meus Mihi by Palestrina, performed by Bruce Dickey on the cornetto with soprano Hanna Blazikova. Although the cornetto is typically a wooden instrument with a bend, there are also straight and mute cornetti, which were less common than the curved cornetto. Like the curved cornetto, the straight treble cornetto is also made of wood, though it isn't covered in leather, and it's typically more plain in appearance. It was most used in Germanic lands, especially before 1550. We'll hear Sonata Seconda by Austrian Baroque composer Johann Heinrich Schmelzer. Thank you. 
Sonata Seconda by Johann Heinrich Schmelzer. William Dungua performed on straight cornetto with Hadrian Jordan. You can hear highlights from recent and archival concert recordings of early music on Harmonia Uncut, our bi-weekly podcast, curated and hosted by Wendy Gillespie. Listen online at harmoniaearlymusic.org and through iTunes. You're listening to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. Welcome back. We're exploring the magical sound of the cornetto. In addition to its virtuosic ability, the cornetto was prized for its ability to blend with the human voice. It was used with ensembles of voices, sackbuts, dulcians, strings, and keyboard. The San Marco Basilica in Venice often employed cornetto players, especially under Italian master Giovanni Gabrielli. We'll hear Quem Vidistis Pastores. Whom Did You See, Shepherds, from Gabrielli's 1615 Symphonia Sacrae.
Music by Gabrielli, that was Quem Vidistis Pastores, performed by the Taverner Choir and London Cornet and Sackbot Ensemble, directed by Andrew Parrott. Here is more music from Palestrina, his Missa Sancta Maria Magdalene.
We heard the Gloria from the Missa Sancta Maria Magdalena by Palestrina. Brian Schmidt led the Duke Vespers Ensemble with Mallarmé Chamber Players and Washington Cornet and Sackbut Ensemble. The use of the cornetto declined in the 18th century. Still, several composers, including Johann Sebastian Bach, used cornetto, usually to reinforce the choir. We can hear this in Bach's Cantata 133, I Rejoice in You, where the cornetto doubles the soprano voice in the opening and final choruses. Here's the opening chorus from Bach's Cantata 133.
the opening chorus from Johann Sebastian Bach's Cantata 133, I Rejoice in You, Ich freue mich in dir. The Amsterdam Baroque Orchestra and Choir was led by Ton Koopman. Our featured release this hour is A Delicate Fire, music by Barbara Strozzi, performed by Pinch Gut Opera, directed by Aaron Haylard, a 2020 release on the Naxos label. Strozzi was a trailblazer. She published eight volumes of work within her lifetime, an unusual feat for a woman in the 17th century. She made a living as a composer without the patronage of the church or a court. She rose to prominence in a world of men, Venice's intellectual elite. Many of Strozzi's works are dedicated to prominent women of her day, including her first book of madrigals, which is dedicated to Vittoria della Rovere, Grand Duchess of Tuscany. Strozzi's presence among the intellectual elite in Venice brought criticism, as did the fact that she was a musician, had four children, and was not married, although she was in a long-term relationship with a patron named Vidman. There's also evidence of a long friendship with a castrato singer. She was often slandered, one critical contemporary, after she gave out flowers to one of her academia audiences, said, It's a fine thing to distribute the flowers after having already surrendered the fruit. How sad that with all of her accomplishment, it's quotes like these that are remembered. But it's a reflection on the very narrow boundaries of what was considered to be an acceptable lifestyle for a woman in her day. Still, she sang at academic gatherings, and her work reached the ears of prominent Italians of her day. Most of her works are for solo, soprano, and continuo, including this one, dedicated to Niccolo Sagredo, procurator of San Marco and future Doge of Venice, the dramatic Lagrime Mie, My Tears Lament.
My Tears Lament, from Barbara Strozzi's 1659 collection of arias and cantatas. Anna Dowsley sang with the Pinchgut Opera, led by Aaron Haylard. Barbara Strozzi was a fine composer and a very important contributor to the development of the cantata. Had her gender been different, would she have been counted among the important composers of secular music in her day, rather than having to be rediscovered 300 years later? I think we can guess the answer. We know very little about the last part of Strozzi's life, or whether she continued to compose. We leave you with the conclusion to Strozzi's first book of madrigals. Here's soprano Anna Dowsley, tenor Nicholas Jones, and bass Andrew O'Connor performing with Pinchgut live from their 2020 Noxos release, A Delicate Fire.
Conclusione dell'Opera, the concluding piece from Barbara Srozzi's first book of madrigals, published in 1644. Aaron Haylard led Pinch Got Live from our featured release, A Delicate Fire, music of Barbara Strozzi. Harmonia is a production of WFIU. Support comes from Early Music America, a national organization that advocates and supports the historical performance of music of the past, the community of artists who create it, and the listeners whose lives are enriched by it. On the web at earlymusicamerica.org. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. Contact us at harmoniaearlymusic.org. And you can follow our Facebook page and our updates on Twitter by searching for Harmonia Early Music. The writer for this edition of Harmonia was Sarah Hoops Schilling. Thanks to our studio engineer, Michael Pashkash, and our production team, Luann Johnson, Wendy Gillespie, Aaron Kane, and John Bailey. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia.